At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's football season. It betters know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VSIN, and now's the time to become a VSIN subscriber. Get our comprehensive college and NFL guides. Only VEASAN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up today for $199. You'll receive both guides and full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for $19 for your first month and see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options to become part of the Sports Betting Network. It's Gil Alexander. Bet Bash 3 continues today whole bunch of panels i will be uh hosting one honored to do so it's called uh traders with a bunch of bookmakers uh including the great matthew david dow from deck prism also the co-author of the book logic of sports betting he'll be on that panel among some esteemed folks as well including our buddy michael craig from ras sports but really the relationship between bookmakers and betters the whole day really does crescendo uh, Mitch does a college football uh, panel before I do, but it crescendos to a gambling Twitter panel. And then, of course, Spanky interviewing the great Billy Walters and, of course, the Hall of Fame induction tonight. Folks, so kind to come down here, including this gentleman who's coming down for the second time this week. And his voice is actually better today than it was last night. It's Jason Weingarten, everybody. How you doing, man? Pretty good. Nice nice to be here. It's bright and early, but I made it. You made it. How? Uh, first of all, thank you for introducing me to uh, Horse and Shine last night my good friends at 80 east that's so the best part of these conferences and this harkens back to mit also back in the day at sloan is never the panels with you know apologies to me and everybody who's, <laughs> who's moderating what today right but it's never it's never the and by the way there's great structured events that everybody enjoyed the scavenger hunt yesterday uh the, the networking the speed networking but just hanging out with people is always the best the best. And I mean, a lot of these people, like you mentioned Sloan, like these people have met like 10 years ago. Yep. And I see them, you know, it's not like I see them every year. We, you know, like we meet up every once in a while, but get to hang out with people and catch up and have dinner and just, you know, that's it, it's the best. Like that's. Think about all the people that all from those MIT Sloan days, because this is really Spanky's Bet Bash is really sort of the evolution of that, right? Because Sloan, the, the gambling folks were just in a corner. But how many people met each other for the first time there? Me and you, Rufus, Ed Fang, Josh, like all these guys. Not only that, but there are people I met at the Super Contest. Remember when, Those when we panels. did the panels? Yes. There's people I met from there yes. that I still am friends with and see you know, yearly. 
that come to these things now. So it's, you know, if you've been doing this stuff for a while, come to something like this and you'll know 30, 40, 50 people and just everywhere you go, you're shaking hands and catching up. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's really one of the better networking experiences and, all sports. I don't know what else compares. I would agree. If you if you couldn't be there this year, bet bash for next year. Um, highly even bigger. Highly worth it. Yeah. I hope, you know what that is the. By the way, before we move on to some preseason football and, and baseball, that is the one thing you always worry about with these, right? Yeah. And the access gets the you know. access because <clears throat> the early days of Sloan. I literally I would have a five minute one on one with Mark Cuban or thirty minutes one on one with Mike Carey, the NFL official, and by year four, couldn't you even couldn't get, even get near these people. I talked to Adam Silver, I'm just like, hey, what do, you, yeah. what do you think about like betting and how do you guys <laughs> deal with match fixing? And he's just <laughs> talking to me like I'm a normal guy. I saw Stan Caston, you know, I saw all these executives that just walk right up to him, and say, hey, what's going on? Now you can't even get in the same room as him. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. So uh, hopefully there's a, a moderation of that at some yeah. point. I just keep raising the ticket prices. <laughs> yeah, that's how you do it. That's, that's how, you, how do you do it. it. You filter that way. Um, okay, yesterday, while you were enjoying Bet Bash, uh, two preseason football games. Again, we talked about it, 560-0 and 0, uh, in terms of the possible three-team 10-point over-teasers in the NFL, this time last year, week one of preseason. Again, 560 combinations, 16 games of these low totals being teased to the over 10 point, three point, uh, three team, 10 point teasers to the over those legs, the totals to the over. Um, if you do it, factorial combinations, permutations is a whole math thing. It's 560. No, they all got there. Yeah. It was close though. The first game, the Patriots kind of made, made made us work for it yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday yes. just got over. Uh, had to, had needed a late Malik Cunningham touchdown. And uh-huh. I was sitting there watching the game with a couple of my friends. I was saying, you know, nothing like sweating and over 27, <laughs> in the, the first week of NFL preseason right. to remind you you're alive. That's you know, right. To feel the joy and the pain of it all. That's over two and oh, which is good. Cause you key the first couple legs to everything. Mm-hmm. And now you're alive for, you know, the, the today's stuff. And, Go back up and get more and more exposure. You're not stopping. You're going to. I mean, that's the thing is, even if you lose this year, if you regress 10%, 15%, I don't care. I'm still still ahead. What did you find? Because I was saying earlier in the week, earlier in the week when I tried to do these, they weren't everywhere. Yeah. And then in some spots, they were severely limited. I did did find some nickels. Uh, limits yesterday. Yeah, I have I have mostly nickel limits. I have minus one twenty. Minus one twenty is, is like as best. As that's you're what. Get. That's what I got too. Uh, minus one thirties exist. Um, I've heard people say they went and checked some of their local outs or their you know Iowa or wherever they're from, and they said they had one forty and one sixty. Yeah, it's like it's tough because I understand why they're juicing them up to one sixty or whatever. I wouldn't necessarily go crazy if I had to lay one sixty on everyone, but like. Today you get the Bengals over twenty five. You get the Lions over twenty six. You you use the third leg <laughs> like so the Chargers great. over twenty three and a half tomorrow. Like come on, if that loses, it loses. But you tip, yeah, what are you gonna do? You gotta you, be prepared. To yeah, lose you just gotta be. But just be prepared. These games start slow too. A lot of the time, like you see, real slow first quarter with the starters. Oh, let's be honest, they're kind of unwatchable. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, times. I'll watch any football. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm I'm going to the the Rams game tomorrow night. I'm I'm crazy. I, I'll go to I'll sit through a preseason <laughs> no, game. Nothing like sweating a twenty seven point over to feel. I'm gonna alive. go sweat Stetson <laughs> Bennett versus the Chargers tomorrow night just for. Uh, let me, ask you, of it. let me ask you this. I was hanging out with the Profit Exchange guys the other night, and uh, Mike, Michael from, the, uh, from Profit Exchange, says the, the craziest bet he made 
was the one that got the most respect at Circa, which was Stetson Bennett to win the MVP. The MVP. I think it was MVP. I think that's what he said. Rookie of the year MVP. I think it was MVP because he got 250 to one on it. So I'm guessing that's MVP. Could be rookie of the year. Maybe it was. Maybe I don't want, so I don't want to say, but he's, you know, he's basically saying, I see a path, right? I I also see that path. Yeah. I was hoping to bet that myself before I left this. Uh, oh, sorry to bring it up then. It's okay. Yeah, no, but, I mean, but he it's said, he not a they, secret. It just, he, he, he said they moved it quite uh, dramatically. So he's, they he's a decent quarterback. You know, I think there's this misconception that he was like a walk-on and he's not that good. And the, I think from what I know, he just liked to party a lot when he was in charge. So, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, like Matt Stafford, just there's no guarantee he starts but that's Any, yeah. that's the path, not only by injury, but really by if you're see, if the Rams are doing poorly at some point, what you know, what are you doing? And he's he's relatively old for a rookie too, so you're not getting like a you know twenty three or like twenty four or something. So yeah, no, I love that bet. Um, yeah, it's a great bet. Back to your you know again the prices on teasers because this you know we we talk about this. Chrissy and I talk about this all the time. I know Crack brings it up more on the show, but if you're if you're new or newish to sports betting and you're like ah, what are you talking about? If it wins, it wins. The difference between because we're playing these these three leggers, uh, ten point teasers at minus one twenty. Every time any kind of teaser, let's. By the way, we don't recommend these during the regular season at all. Only works week one of the preseason. Doesn't week. even work next week. That's if, right. If you try to go next week, it's bridge too far. Just discard them at this point. It's only it's only this moment in time, and then let's we'll never talk about them again. But you know, let's just take a regular season week when we're talking about you know two teams, six point teasers, whatever the permutation, whatever the you know the number of teams two three two through seven, two through eight, and whatever the uh, the points six six and a half seven, what it is during the regular season. I talk about it here at the South Point. They had twenty one or twenty three different permutations of those regular teasers here for many years. They did the inventory on it behind the desk, and they found that most of them were not profitable for them. And so what they did is they raised the juice. And so you as a better just have to realize that every time the juice gets raised incrementally, your break-even percentage then gets raised incrementally. And so ultimately, it's just all math in the end. So, you know, yes, if they win, they win, but that's really not the way you do this. You got, you got to make it at a price that makes the most sense for all of this. Yeah, and it's tough. I mean, you see... Some of the books kind of wise up. Some of them haven't. Some of them don't care. But, you know, clearly preseason teasers, like if I was booking it, I wouldn't. I'd say let's take this down. I don't even want the – Yeah. I don't want the – because you're not getting any action on the other side or anything. You're just booking it and saying, I hope somebody doesn't go over, you know, 25 points, 28 points. By the way, you hung out because of Bet Bash at Pinnacle, right, in the in the off season for a bit? Yeah. And you got a different perspective being on that side? Like, because I noticed I with you, you're very, like... Very, yeah, I mean, it, it made me... I, I learned a lot about what I was doing wrong and what, what I, you know, what I could do differently and what I could do better. And, you know, I've, I, it was very, very educational experience. But it also would have made you like... Because I, I noticed that in that, where you're like, were I a bookmaker, I would absolutely not offer. Like, you, you kind of sympathize with their position a little bit. I mean, I understand what they're trying to accomplish, and, you know, I just, you can't, it's a business. You can't run a business mm-hmm. that you're just losing money on all these things for, you know, like, you got a boss comes in and says, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? It's, you know, you're not the, you, know, you got bosses, basically. You, got you, do an, you do anything at NFL preseason week one besides those teasers? Uh, I got I got some stuff on the Rams game, like Rams and the over, basically. Okay. Uh, so this game, it's like, the, the, the total is like 30 33 and a half like they think Stetson Bennett can't even throw a football or something and 
I went to this game last year. They scored like 55 points or something. We'll continue this on the other side. Jason's baseball thoughts as well. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. the sports betting network become a visa pro subscriber today get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests you'll also get unlimited access to our visa.com slash picks page sort picks by sport matchup event date and more check the top visa experts leaderboard to view betting records profit and roi and see which visa expert has the hot hand for visa pro picks betting splits power ratings plus 24 7 video access become a visa pro subscriber today sign up today for only 19 dollars for your first month at vsin.com slash subscribe Gil Alexander at the South Point on a numbers game Rufus Peabody hanging with us here at the uh, tip of the strip kind enough to join us this morning uh, bet bash three attendee Vegas resident uh, you were just saying before the break that baseball is the sport that you no longer bet yeah this and is this so it, this was a pandemic thing oh okay so 2020 the pandemic happens I'm like I'm gonna put my baseball prep on hold like is what's March 5th the world is on hold and baseball is on hold. I get COVID. Right. right. When is baseball going to start? I weren't, don't know. Weren't you like the first human being to get COVID? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I was like, I don't know when baseball is going to happen. I don't really want to prep for something that I don't even know if it's going to happen. And so I was like, I'm just going to take the year off regardless. And when baseball came back, I found that I did not miss it. And I, it was so nice to not have that mental grind day after day. So here's the thing. So VEASAN started in 2017. So most people don't, I, I don't know if more people, if most people know this about me or not, because I've mentioned it from time to time, but those early years of the 2010s, all I was was a baseball better, right? 2010, 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014. Such, there is nothing like the baseball grind. It is all consuming and you, I don't know if you had. You don't get a day off. You don't get a day off. Football, mon, you, you, right. know, you have, there, there's a rhythm to the week. Right. Even golf, there's a rhythm to the week. It's weekly, but. I can't tell you how many days at the Hard Rock. Even in good seasons, right? 2012, 2014 were great seasons. 2013 was terrible. 2015, that was break even. But even in good odd seasons. Were, odd years. Odd years right. are bad. Even years are good. You had that the same the experience. That was the case for me. Yes. Every year, basically, 2010 to 2000. 18 we were the san francisco Giants. without with like yeah. one odd year that i did okay in so how many times like i had these conversations in my head many times where i'm like this is a terrible way to spend my days on earth yeah. did you have that inner yeah. dialogue well I, I wasn't having to watch the screen as much or anything like that but back right. in early days i was having to manually press things to run lineups and so i had to be around three hours before game time yeah it's not yeah. that i don't bet futures things in baseball now or make creative bets towards the end of the year like i pick my spots but the day-to-day grind of it can't can't anymore it's a real job it's a it's a real job i don't have time but i, I can't you can't do it anymore it's, it's such a mental struggle and by the way i'm so glad because one of the reasons also that, that i stopped that is starting pitchers came out earlier as the years went on and so your ability to wrap your hands around the right to, to quantify that become there's so many moving parts you got to know bullpens who are they going to use tonight How's the rotation? I mean, so at some point it just becomes, you know, impossible to sort of harness. So baseball is the answer to that. Well, and the market has become a lot more efficient too. I mean, there is there's so much good data available and so many smart people looking at that data that it's harder to get an edge. That's right. I mean, I think sports where there's where the data is less available and it requires a lot more work to parse through it, those are sports where there's bigger edges. Yeah. And that college basketball is a great example of that. Care to share a detail about college basketball where you feel there might be a uh, 
an edge to be had? No, I think it's just doing a lot of little things well. I think that's the kind of the key in, in every sport. Yeah. Just have like figuring out what is skill and what is luck mm-hmm. and kind of building a process to, to model the game and the way the game's actually played. You are like myself. You're a uh, Washingtonian by birth. And so I always say this. We are uh, too young to have been Senators fans. We are too old to have been Nationals fans because we left town. Uh, so we grew up as Orioles fans. Baltimore Orioles were the thing. There was they were one of the great franchises at all sports, the Orioles way. You are of my mind. I, I took a lot of incoming for this opinion. Before the trade deadline, I was like, you know, if you can trade a, one of their 10th to 20th best prospects for somebody, okay. But I didn't hate that they play. They, they essentially are playing for a dynasty rather than a one-year thing. You sort of subscribed to that too. You were happy that they didn't go crazy. The trade oh, for deadline. sure. I mean, I think they have a legitimate chance this year, but I think people overestimate how much a trade deadline acquisition is actually going to move the needle. Like, you might change your World Series probability uh, by, like, 0.4% or something like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, to me, that's not worth sacrificing the farm in the future. And I, I, to me, it's interesting to think, like, as a GM, how would you value this year versus the next year and the year after that? So let's um, take let's take the other the other version of this, which as I I also just raising my hand, I also didn't think that the Angels would ever trade Shohei because I think reality gets in the way. Like I said, it's a, it's a sound sure the mechanically sound baseball decision would be if they traded Shohei, got a bunch of players, but there's no way they can do it because if you trade him, what are you saying to your fan base? Like, what are we doing? Well, the Orioles traded their all-star closer last year at the at the trade deadline. But that ain't Shohei. Yeah. I mean, Shohei and Trey Mancini, beyond. who was like the heart and soul of the yeah. team, who had recovered from cancer. That was, was going to be a free agent. But didn't you find that a little odd last year? I guess you were. No, on, I love. I was you on board loved with that, that too. I was on board with that, and guess okay. what? The team continued yeah. to overperform. No, and, you're right. You know, it's like Bill Belichick trading down in the first round, or or trading a, a pick this year. I, I, maybe it's not Bill Bill Belichick, but. Trading a pick this year for picks next year is always a good move for an NFL team. Let's so. let's let's segue back into sports betting for a second, um, but just want to get your thoughts on the Orioles because I, I wanted someone to corroborate my opinion on that they're not crazy for not having done so far. So far, so good. The Angels look terrible. For I not mean, the Angels that was the dumbest dumbest decision. I mean, you, you, you don't you, like they, that. Had, they had like a twelve percent chance of making the playoffs, and you're trading what little farm system you have to try to go all in for this year, like. Yeah, they could. I just, oh, I just, I felt the same way about the Padres. I was like, they can't trade Blake no. Snell either because it's like, what are you, you, you were all in. You were supposed to be so good. What are you telling Look, your fans at that point if you blow this up? I mean, if I was, if I was the Orioles GM, I would have tried to trade Austin Hayes. Yeah. I would, I would have wanted to trade for prospects because you want like Kierstead up or you, you need to make room for Kierstead, Kowser, et cetera. I guess this is the distinction I'm making though is in the Angels and the Padres case, they had all of these expectations, these massive expectations. Yeah. The Orioles had the benefit of not having that and so could build this long-term thing. So it's, it's interesting in that regard. I want to go back to sports betting okay. here in the last few minutes for a second. What is the big – if you had to say if, if it, to, to all the folks listening who are either at, at different levels of sports betting, from the brand new to the newish to the somewhat advanced, the whole spectrum, what would you as, – as the single biggest bit of advice, maybe it's a – do this. Maybe it's a don't do this. Maybe it's you have to understand this. What is the single biggest piece of wisdom you can provide? I would say track what you do. Like, how do you like the key to being successful in sports betting? And I think anything is to is being able to learn and grow. 
And so you need a way to be able to learn. And I think data and tracking your opinions and how right they are, like, is helps to to do that. And, and so and I, you don't, don't you don't need to do it. There's not one way to do it. But I think without that, um, you're really kind of guessing. It's a great bit, bit of advice because what percent? If you had to guess, what percentage of people do you think actually track every bet they make? Not very high. Ten percent, even. Not nah, much lower. I'd say much lower much too. Lower. I my I if I were had to bet on what your answer would have been, that would have been on the short list. The other one I thought you would have come up with is the ability to overcome negative variance or to to process that mentally, to not Resilience. get discouraged by short term dips because everybody has them. I think those two are related though. If you have a process and you can grow from those short term losses, that's that's yeah. ideal. What is the way just to be relatable here? You too suffer. Oh, you know, just horrible moments where it's seeming where you seemingly can't get on the winning side of things. But you're I mean, you're more robotic than others, right? (laughs) I I think I'm less robotic. but Well, maybe you are in the new Zen Rufus might be. But back in the day, you were all about, you know, the numbers, I would say, in a different way. I could be wrong about that. Maybe you're always like that. Um, But. Does it even still to this day, you're not impervious to being discouraged by it, right? No, not not impervious at all. It's, I think the, it can be hard. I mean, I've been doing this for a living since 2009. I think the, it, the grind is hard and it can be hard to have that same sort of enthusiasm about things. I think that's been the bigger challenge for me now, but I think the wins, the highs are less high from winning than they used to be clearly. I think that, I don't know if Mm. your experience is the same, but when you lose it, it's still very difficult because you don't expect to lose. I mean, you, you, yeah. Do you, do you think, because you, you and I used to have these conversations a decade ago, where you, you just broader from those two micro answers, you thought that like later in life you'd want to do more. Like you were always, you always were great about contextualizing this and being like, you know, maybe there's more to life than this. Do you feel that way now? Or do you think you'll be betting sports forever? No, I definitely think there's a lot more to life than betting sports. And I've, I think we talked about this before. I realized my identity isn't a sports better. It's like right. the person I am. I think that sports is I mean, sports is or sports betting has affected the way I view the world. It's which is a good a, thing in a good way. I th- and I, it's the industry I know, and so I still would love to do something like a nonprofit type situation to help betters, and that's something that Captain Jack and I had explored back in 2020, and I hope to continue to to actually be able to move forward on that at some point because you know I feel like the industry is uh, moving in ways that aren't always great. We'll leave it at that for the moment. We'll continue this at some other time. Thank, can't thank you enough for coming down here, man. Thank you so much. Thanks, Gil. Rufus Peabody, everybody. James Salinas on the other side. Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosted guests. You'll also get unlimited access to our VEASAN.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event date, and more. Check the top VEASAN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI, and see which VEASAN expert has the hot hand for VEASAN Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24-7 video access. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Sign up today for only $19 for your first month at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Once again, uh, my tennis pick of the day is Coco Goff. Over Jesse Pagula. Also have the Ludmila Samsonova big dog play over Arena Sabalenka, which uh, got delayed from yesterday because of a lot of rain in Montreal. 
Um, so those are the two tennis plays that are happening today, weather permitting, both in Montreal on the ladies' side. Uh, always a pleasure. Again, Bet Bash week where everybody's kind enough, just super humbled and grateful for everybody rolling through the studio down here at the South Point. James Salinas is the next who fits that bill. He is in town. Uh, not only a former VEASAN guy, but a former super contest winner. He pulled down over $900,000. That's American, by the way. Uh, some years ago. What was it, four or five years ago? James Salinas, everybody. How you doing, James? Hey. Good morning, Gil. Good to see you. Actually, that was in 2015. 2015. And then the next year was third, was 2016. So it's been some time now. And 2015. Then you had a 26th. After yeah, that, a couple years. Yeah, a couple years later. Remember, it was a couple yep. years after that. Do you remember why it was a couple years? You remember why you skipped a year? Because you came on this show every Friday and fault. I jinxed you. It's your fault, That's my exactly man. Exactly right. Yes. I know. Listen, we had Las Vegas Chris on yesterday. I, I consider you, Las Vegas Chris, and Steve Fezzik probably the best historical contest players because you've had multiple years where you've just been spectacular on this. Um, and he was fascinating yesterday because he has his own approach. You have some similarities, you have some differences. I think the most fascinating thing with you, and you'll correct me if I'm wrong, is you couldn't care less about anything until the season starts. Is that right? Well, and for so you're talking about like preparing, preparing. what's happened, what's yes. happened in the draft, personnel moves, coaching moves, ownership changes, right? Those types of things. Um, typically, I do. Uh, I have in the past. I have not this year. If you ask me who's – I couldn't name all starting 32 quarterbacks right now. I don't know if we, anybody can because I know there's some that quick, are up Quick, grab. Washington, who you got? Who's uh, starting? God, I don't even know who's on the roster. <laughs> and that's the beautiful thing, Gil, is yes. I don't need to right now. What do I you need mean, to – what do I – what would I need to cram for right now to learn that I can't learn in two is, weeks when the This is the thing about sports over? betting. Yep. It's a whole – there's so many ways to skin the cat, right? And if, if, if anybody gives you the impression there's only one – like we just had Rufus in. Rufus is the most model-driven, mathematical dude in the world – does he have a bigger brain than, than all of us? He does. And what he does is great, but it doesn't mean that there isn't a spectrum of success beyond that as well, right? And so what you've done, obviously, the proof is in the pudding again with your contest. So I remember from those days, though, once the season starts, your biggest staple is you watch every play of every game. Well, I'm, I, for me, it's I don't have models. I'm not smart enough to do the math with those types of things. It's I'm an eye test guy. And so for eye test, I got to watch it. I got to watch it. I got to see it. I want to see how do teams, you know, the, a lot of the intangibles that you think about with football, because football is such a, it's such an alpha game for one. Um, and it's, it's such an emotional game and you get to see which teams are galvanized, which teams really support each other uh, and other ones that look pretty dysfunctional. And there's a lot of dysfunction within the league, within teams and within yeah. locker rooms. You believe and, in that stuff. It's not just narrative to you. Absolutely. Like leadership matters to me. And looking at it, whether it's from on the field with the players or with the coaching staff, even with the front office, like, is there a disconnect? Are these teams, is everybody on the same page? Those types of things. So it's, it's, I don't know how to, I don't know how to quantify that. I don't know how to be able to put that into a number to say, well, this is worth the value of, yeah. of chemistry and good chemistry on a team or good leadership on a team equates to this. I don't know what that looks like. I just know it when I see it. You just know when you see it. Yeah. And your football background is is no more is not more particularly extensive than someone else's. I think, yeah. I mean, I think for you know things have evolved. Yeah. I mean, I've been betting since the '80s as a teenager back in high school, and and so my process has changed a lot. The game has changed a lot. The the access now, and I think that's probably what's going to be. I think what that's going to be my biggest challenge this year is I'm going to go back to what I was doing when I was having the success in the contest 
prior to, you know, back a handful of years ago. So not coming on this show, um, first and foremost. Yes, I won't be doing that. <laughs> and I won't have anything to add. I won't have yeah. anything to offer because I'm not going to be betting anything else. I'm not going to be looking at college football. Not in, it's in the rearview mirror. I'm not going to be focused on college football. Could care less about the baseball playoffs come October. You know, all these other sports are going to start, Gil, which is great. So everybody that's getting in those contests, definitely keep yourself well, <laughs> well-rounded and well-versed into everything that's happening. You're because, like, please bet well, those because things. To me, it's a distraction. I know for others, they can manage all that. Right. I can't. I can't manage all that. So I've got to narrow my focus and just strictly look at the NFL. You bet nothing else and have no nope. intention to bet anything else. Nope. By the way, with contests... You didn't come into town to sign up for contests. You didn't sign up for the, no. the standard ones, nope. right? Nope. Uh, I've, I've thought about it, and the reason that I'm not playing, so I'm not playing the Westgate, I'm not playing Circa this year, is because of what DraftKings offers now. And so now not being a part of VSIN, and now I can, I can play with DraftKings. You live in Colorado, Colorado yes. just to be yep. clear. Yeah. And so thinking about their structure. So they have – I'm not really a survivor guy. I did put in some of the survivor because I think there's going to be an overlay with, with the, the $100 entry. You know, we had, we had Johnny on earlier, and he was like, yeah, I don't, I don't anticipate an overlay. Yeah, I, was on your, right. I was on your page. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Um, but, but I think I, – I did it just to do it in the smaller limits. And there's, it's great. They've got so many different price points and, and different – so – Do we want to share what you entered or would we rather not no, share? No, I can. I okay. Care. Which uh, ones did so you – So I did, I did five or six. I think I did six entries in the $100 buy-in for the Survivor. Now, Survivor's hard for me because the first thing I do when the board comes out, <laughs> I look straight at the dogs. And I'm looking at which <laughs> dog do I think can win outright, and that one starts to <laughs> get It's a different game. And it's part of my card. Yeah. Or potentially be part of my card. You know, I'm not looking at the favorites. I'm not looking at who I think is absolutely going to win. So Salinas I, is playing the ten. I, I struggle. Yeah. I struggle with Survivor, so I don't yeah. anticipate any of that changing. Um, You're like Chris. I, you guys don't like Survivor. I, you, it's so interesting. Whereas I think the mere mortal, like myself, right? I'm like I'm all about Survivor and the the millions of the world, right? The the five pick structures of the world, whether it's Circa, whether it's Westgate, whether it's DraftKings, what you're talking about. That to me. Like almost, I mean, I'll be honest with you. When I'm doing the, when I'm doing that, when I'm giving my thousand dollars, as I'm giving it for that contest, I'm almost like, well, here's my donation, right? In my head, I know I said I'm not, I'm not winning this. Where Survivor, I really think, oh, I, I'm a player in this. I can do this. You're the exact opposite. Your brain just doesn't work that way. Well, and the other piece with Survivor is you're looking at a full season strategy, so you're looking weeks on yes. down the road. Yes. With the five pick them a week. No. I'm just looking week to week. Sure. Uh, and I'm not playing any futures. I'm not doing anything that's going to give me even some potential type of a bias that I might have. You know, if I have a future on a team, yes, I want them to win, but I also want them, maybe I have them to win the division. It's whoever, Kansas City. I want the rest of the AFC West teams to lose, and that might be able I, – I, other people can put that out of their head. I can't. And so I don't want to have any kind of biases about other teams win or lose that I'm going to be rooting for or against. So that's why I'm not going to be betting anything. Okay, this begs the question, because you said I have no preparation this this year. This begs the not question. Yet. Not, not yet. Not yet. Oh, okay, I was going to say, because yeah. it begs the question, then what do you do for week one? You're just throwing a dart at the board? No, no. no. no I mean, it, we, usually the first four weeks of the season, thereabouts, um, you know, we have a lot of coaching changes. And I typically – whether I'm looking to fade new coaches or I just abstain. I just stay away from the new coaches because it takes time. You're in a new leadership role. You're coming to a new team. You're trying to step in and fit in. I mean, we saw what a disaster hack it was last year with the Broncos. Uh, 
I mean, it Has was, anybody talked I, about that? I'm curious. Oh, yeah, just a little <laughs> bit. Um, but but some and doesn't doesn't mean that new coaches can't come in and make it happen. But it usually takes some time. So I'm either looking to go against them or I stay away from that. So I'm usually looking at teams that didn't have a whole lot of turnover from last year. Mm-hmm. They're still pretty the the offensive line, defensive line, the the the. The personnel is pretty much intact. The coaching staff remain the same. And I have a good idea of what they were. We know their identity going into the season. And so that's usually for the first few weeks before we get a, a better handle and I'm able to watch more games and see more teams. That's kind of the process early on. Continuity matters in the NFL. Absolutely. You yep. said something in there I don't want to gloss over, which is so the average fan, right? The average fan watches the football. Oh, look, the quarterback is throwing to a wide receiver. When you're watching these games, when you, and you're watching film during the week, you're not watching them all on Sunday, obviously. Offensive line and defensive line, is that a big part of yes. what you do? And the depth of the, because we know injuries are such a key factor. That's and your separator right yes. there. Yeah, and, that's, and we'll, I know we're going to hit, well, we'll the, hit, the, hit the wall here yeah. for a minute, but yeah. I want to speak to that when we get back about okay. why I'm playing DraftKings contest as opposed to the Circa and the Westgate. With Give that it, structure. Well, you can go ahead. Well, what, what so, so real quickly, it's it's because you know, it's really kind of the same structure. Five picks a week. Mm-hmm. The numbers come out on Wednesday. Uh, I can do it from home since I live in Colorado and no, however many no other states. No proxy needed. No proxy needed. Oh, and it's, and it's and, interstate. It's, it's multiple states. Yeah, there's states. multiple states. I don't know how many, maybe a dozen or so, maybe more. But the, the beauty with the structure of it is I've never played a Thursday game in the contest because with these contests here, you have to put in all five plays. If you play in the Thursday. In this case here with DraftKings, I can just play the Thursday. I don't have to put any other plays oh. until right up to kickoff. So Mountain Standard Time, 11 a.m., we can put our plays in for the week. So another DraftKings contest quirk that James has just uh, un- unleashed on us here or revealed, and we talked about this a little yesterday, I forgot. That is the difference. You can put in the Thursday yes. play and hold the other four till kickoff on kick Sunday. Kickoff on Sunday, so you get the inactives that come out 90 minutes prior to kickoff, so I get to see. Can you right. do two before the early games and then two before the late games? No, no. You have no, to put them all, have before to them the all in, games. so for my case here in, in Colorado, it'll be 11 a.m. Gotcha. Mountain time start. All right, more with James Salinas, Super Contest champion from uh, 2015. What else separates him? What else is he looking at? It's very specific on the other side. Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 